Rough sex is hard to define because the practice covers such a broad spectrum of stuff from lip biting all the way through to BDSM. As a general rule, rough sex refers to sexual activity that includes aggressive behaviour in some form or another. The desire for rough sex is both normal and common, and what one person might consider rough, another person does not. So, rough sex is all relative. Surprisingly or unsurprisingly, depends on where you sit with this, many people have BDSM-related fantasies or have experimented with some form of BDSM play. This highlights just how prevalent rough sex is. In this episode, I'll be talking about consensual rough sex and only rough sex that is consensual. Due to the nature of the subject, listener discretion is necessary. term rough sex so many thoughts are conjured up in the mind some good some great and admittedly some not so good this idea of rough sex being a thing is far from a new concept and once again we have popular music to thank for glamorizing it to an extent i grew up listening to a lot of hip-hop and rap as well as r&b and all of those genres float the idea of rough sex as appealing in one way or another in rap music it's presented that rough sex somewhat translates as good sex you know sex you won't forget memorable sex hardcore sex thugged out sex the kind of sex you need whilst R&B music was a little less focused on calling it out as rough sex, but rather opted to be more suggestive with it, you know? I'm gonna make you scream kind of vibe. You know, the neighbours gonna know your name, all of that kind of shit. Now, I know screaming isn't always about rough pain, but it's still about pain, pain, if you know what I mean. Pleasure, pain and all of that. So yeah, rough sex has and will always be a thing. So what is it? What are the rules? Are there any? Should we all be having rough sex? And how far do we go with it? When does rough sex turn to abusive sex? And how do we have rough sex safely? I want to talk about all of that right now. Are you with me? Bringing up the subject of rough sex in any adult conversation is guaranteed to split the room. Many will be openly up for it and others will be openly against it. Whilst some will kind of act like they're against it, but they're they're low-key for it. Again, society and what we are conditioned to think here plays a huge part on how people publicly respond to certain things. And when it comes to rough sex, it's no different. Rough sex definitely divides opinion because not everyone wants it slow and sensual all the time. I mean, I know there's got to be a happy medium somewhere in between rough and slow and sensual but you know what I mean. Provided all adults involved are fully consenting, rough sex can be liberating I guess. Important to know if not all parties are fully even enthusiastically consenting that's not rough sex. That is called assault and just so you know it's a very serious crime. So Consent, as with anything to do with sex, is crucial here. So, so crucial. Rough sex, I guess, could be likened to sort of stress relief because it can provide a deep mental satisfaction depending on where you're at mentally. I truly believe there's a connection between sexual fulfilment and mental satisfaction. So if we acknowledge and observe what drives us sexually, what we enjoy sexually, what gets us going sexually, then I believe that's good for us mentally. 
you know what I'm saying, you might have had a stressful week at work, just stress, all week, stress, 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 work, home, whatever, stress, all you want is a hard and fast fuck with your hair being pulled and your neck being grappled with, that sex session could be majorly satisfying for you as the tension that you felt prior to starting will hopefully melt away with every thrust, every pull and every tug, that's the idea anyway, also a very valid point here is love sex and pain all have the potential to stimulate the release of similar chemicals and hormones in the body so when you're aroused stress and pain can stimulate the serotonin and melatonin production in the brain that transforms what could otherwise be painful experiences into pleasurable ones just by the way some people may find it difficult to bring up the subject of rough sex and actually wanting to engage in rough sex especially women because again I think society kind of dictates or likes to try and dictate what women should be doing wanting or both I think we kind of all agree with that however I think it's important to be completely transparent about stuff especially if you're in a relationship and you want to do stuff so if you're with someone and you want to try out rough sex then I think it's something that you should absolutely discuss bringing it up may be awkward but I, I think it's necessary I think relationships are about communication honesty and openness it doesn't mean just because you brought it up that it's going to happen but you never know it could be something that the other person thinking considering so conversations should always be happening in relationships I believe if you're going to bring it up I would suggest bringing it up when you're both comfortable i.e after sex like you could just be lying there you've both calm you're both relaxed you're just chilled ladies if you're the one that's going to put the idea to your guy you could turn to him and say you know what babes that session was amazing but you know what I'd really love it if you slapped me next time or I think it'd be great if you just grabbed me by my neck right at the point of orgasm or how about just throwing me about a bit you know giving it a bit more rigor you know you could kind of say whatever it is that you want however you want it to go when you're relaxed and you're both chilled and you're both content that's a good time to present the idea in my opinion I mean it's just my opinion you never know you could be going for round two and that's when the pussy slapping could commence <laughs> you just don't know you just don't know but it's important to understand rough sex requires a lot of communication so everybody that's involved in the setup knows where they're at with it confidence is also key and a lot of consent I cannot stress consent 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 enough consent has to be constant as well because with rough sex I guess it could be something that's you know what consent should be constant throughout any sexual encounter let's just say that consent is crucial but where rough sex is concerned it's easier for someone to see why it's so crucial being comfortable is essential too so when you're actually in the situation you need to be comfortable never ever do something or give consent for something you are not comfortable with boundaries have to be set and understood so you're both going to have boundaries you're both going to have sort of rules they they need to be set out and understood and in some instances safe words are going to be necessary but we're going to come back to the safe words in a little bit so yeah if you're planning to have rough sex and it's more than just a harder shag than usual with your bloke or woman have a conversation about it first make sure you're clear make sure you know where we're going what we're trying to do be sure you get whatever you need to make clear across because going into something like this wobbly is going to be disastrous if rough sex is what you're engaging in I would also say relax being tense comes with its own set of issues and can basically take the pleasure out of anything. If you're tense in a situation, you're not going to enjoy it. A good way of easing in and relaxing is again communication, but in a sexy way. You can be sexy with it. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same type of communication you had when you were talking about what you wanted to do, although it might be. When you're about to engage in this rough sex, the communication can take on a different form, you know? It could be a bit of dirty talk. You can tell him or her what you want, how you want it, and foreplay 
foreplay. Yes, foreplay. Good foreplay is a great way to relax and loosen up. Okay, so making it rough is more than just being pummeled harder with a penis, dildo or finger, okay? Rough sex is more than being flung around like a flipping wash rag. Rough sex can be biting lips, it can be scratching backs, biting necks, thighs, nipples, you know, a bit of manhandling of the bits. Basically, just not being gentle. It's grabbing and it's groping. But then again, the roughness can be administered slowly in some instances. That's probably a bit more sadistic, but it's an option. Spanking is also an option, as is flogging and a few slaps here and there. They could be thrown in, I guess. Forcing the other person to perform oral sex, shoving your partner into a new position, spitting in each other's mouths. That all comes under the umbrella of rough sex or rougher sex. But again, boundaries are key. Boundaries are absolutely key here. They must be respected at all times. And again, if it's getting uncomfortable, you need to let the person that you're doing this thing with know. Which kind of takes me back to the whole safe words thing. Safe words are literally just words that have been decided upon before engaging in rough or kinky sex. Basically, a safe word is an easy and quick way of saying stop. Oh, well, it can be. You know, if you decide on a word, I know it might be pineapples. So you've understood before you've engaged in this rough sex that if I say pineapples that means I'm uncomfortable, stop. Because you might not want to say oh I'm uncomfortable, stop. You might just want to have a word, a safe word that does all that. Pineapples in the heat of the moment that means stop. If that word is said then it doesn't matter where you're at, you could be milliseconds away from busting the hugest nut going. If that person says the safe word it's stop immediately. Having safe words actually means that you can be as rough or as kinky as you like but you'll be safe in the knowing that one word can stop anything straight away. It's about feeling comfortable, it's about understanding, it's about setting those boundaries. Those new to BDSM may use a traffic light system which is basically what it says on the packet. If in the middle of an act you shout green or you say green or you whisper green that basically means that you're enjoying what is happening. If you call out amber that's an indication of you're getting close to my limit, you know, get ready to stop if you go too far. And red is stop. The traffic light system is clear and it's not at all confusing. We know how traffic lights work, whether we drive or not. Everybody's familiar. So that's a very clear and easy way of understanding. Now, while the traffic light thing does work well, some choose, as I said before, to use other options and that's fine. As long as it's clear and everyone's on the same page and it's all good, you basically do what works. There's no right or wrong way. It's about doing what works for you and whoever you're engaging in sex with. But speaking of BDSM, this may be something that you may have chosen to engage in or basically see as a level up from the rough sexual acts that you've been previously engaging in. So you might have enjoyed a bit of spanking and a bit of grabbing. BDSM acts that constitute rough sex could be bondage, could be domination and or submission. So we're talking ball gags, handcuffs, restraints, that kind of thing. Ball gags in particular, because they kind of take away one of the most fundamental methods of releasing pressure during sex and that's sound. So if you've got a ball gag in your mouth, you know, that's kind of rough. Like if you can't even open up and let out a yelp or a sigh or a groan or even say anything, it's restriction, it can be quite rough. You can even introduce a butt plug to your play that might feel a bit uncomfortable, can be considered as rough because especially if you're not used to having something up there and even if you are it can still be seen as a little bit rough or very rough depending again on where you sit and how you view things. A butt plug can give you a completely new experience for you and your partner. You could be the one doing the administering or you could be the one that's receiving or it could be a bit of both. It's new, it's different, and it could fall under the umbrella of rough. You just experiment. I think there's no real way someone can tell you what to do. It's about experimenting with what you like and enjoying the rough kind of stress relieving journey that you're embarking on together. If this is where it's at for you, again, consent and communication are so very 
necessary. I'm going to keep barking on about consent and communication because I think in a situation like this where you're talking about rough sex, I just can't say it enough. Another area plenty enjoy exploring is orgasm denial. Now this is literally what it says on the packet. It's not allowing your partner to, to orgasm, but basically with a few added extras. Now you might be thinking, how is that rough? But it is kind of rough because as I said, rough sex can be anything from biting lips through to something more hardcore, flogging, you know, um, being restrained. You know, there's really wild kind of really extreme scenarios and really kind of not so extreme scenarios. Orgasm denial probably sits somewhere nearer the not so extreme depending on a few factors. Now, orgasm denial shouldn't be confused with edging because edging is literally a kind of masturbatory game where you kind of take your partner to the edge, they're ready to come and then you stop you bring them back and you just don't let them come so that the idea is to build up so that when they do come it's an explosion of sorts let's say. Orgasm denial starts in the excitement stage. Now what's the excitement stage? Right, I'm going to see if I can explain this and it might come out really gobbledygook so I hope it doesn't. As far as women are concerned the vaginal sexual response cycle is made up of four stages. So you've got four stages. One is the excitement stage, then you've got the plateau stage, the orgasm stage and the resolution stage. Now in the excitement stage this is where your muscle tension increases so your heart rate quickens, your breathing is accelerated, you know you're excited. Like literally this is the excitement stage. Orgasm denial usually starts in this stage. So as you're building up, as you're getting excited and it starts with some light restraint. So it could be some handcuffs or some soft rope, you know, like some ropes just binding your hands together. You're restricted, you're restrained in some way or another. The idea is to make the woman or the person being restrained feel kind of at the mercy of the person that's doing the restraining. And this is all happening as your arousal is building up, as your arousal is developing. So when you reach the plateau stage, which is the second stage, that's when like things really start to pop off. But if you've got a vagina, you're probably going to be soaking wet, like ridiculously wet. Hugely, massively, 1000% lubricated. And if you're not overly lubricated, because some women don't lubricate as much as others, there's no shame in it. There's no rules to this. Just get a really good quality water-based lube. I always say lube should be your best friend in the bedroom anyway you can still use it just to add a different layer to your sex. So yeah, if at this point you're not hugely or if you're not massively or if you're not fully lubricated, then you can apply some really good water-based lube. At this point, your clitoris is going to be probably very hard and extremely sensitive. Imagine you've been played around with for a minute. So as you go on, you're gonna to start to feel less in control of yourself. The oxytocin is gonna flood your body. And this is the point where your partner or the person that's going to deny you of your orgasm is in control. They can take it to another level and use a vibrator on your super sensitive clit. And that is going to take you right to the edge of the orgasm. But a bit like edging, you're not gonna be allowed to release. The thing I guess that separates it from just edging is the fact that you're restrained in some way and you're at the mercy of the person administering the restraint. I hope that makes some sense. So yeah, this could be considered rough sex because, you know, the restraint could be a little bit painful. You could be in a position that's a bit awkward, uncomfortable, and even not being allowed to come can be a bit of a, well, it's definitely going to be a mind fuck, isn't it? So yeah, it depends. Again, it depends where you sit in terms of what is rough and what is not. For guys, I think orgasm denial is simple as well because it's just about you getting your dick worked up to the brink. Again, in the same way you'd be restrained and just before you get to the point of no return, 
turn, she or he's going to push you back to the sexual plateau. So you're not going to be allowed to release. So basically the male orgasm denial is as straightforward as it sounds. I think both are quite straightforward. You or your partner just works you up, then ceases stimulation moments before you come and then moves you back to your relaxed arousal state. And then you continue to repeat this process as much as you or your partner can take or wants to give. And then you're finally allowed to blow your load. Benefits for guys, actually, um, it kind of, in the long term, it allows you to be able to control your orgasms a bit better. So even if this is something that's been put onto you, so you've been denied, when maybe you're having sex and you want to sort of prolong an orgasm, it kind of teaches your body or teaches you mentally how to kind of pull back. You know, we've all heard that classic line, oh, let me knock this one out and I can go again. If you have control over your orgasm, you might not necessarily want to do that. Although I think some guys find it easier for them to knock one out first. So then it takes longer for them to build up a second nut. But with orgasm control, you learn how to just hold it. So when you do finally bust, that is going to be amazing anyway. So you would have had to rub one out first. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, it's about control because remember sex is in the head as well. So if you're controlling mentally what's happening in your body downstairs, like you're in full control of it. So imagine you're, you're learning how to, to, with, to hold back. That's a powerful tool. The mind is a powerful tool. So if you can get your head around that, you're good to go. You can use it for role-playing scenarios. You can use it in so many kind of sexual situations like especially if you're being submissive if you just want to have a prolonged sexual session you might want to go all night you might have I don't know you might have the, the alcohol on smash you might be someone that just wants to do it all night so being able to control your orgasm is particularly useful for men because as we all know women can come over and 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 over again it's okay. But I don't think there's many men that could knock out more than two in a session. Maybe three, maybe even four. After that, it's shaky ground. <laughs> it's very shaky ground. Like, how are you doing that? I digress. Reaching the brink of orgasm definitely gives off a different sense of pleasure and doing it over and over feels much better. So if the denial, if the orgasm denial already feels good, imagine how amazing and how intense it's gonna feel when you finally blow. Crazy. Rough sex undoubtedly carries some risk. I mean, anything rough, anything's going to carry risk but when you add roughness into an equation there's going to be some added risk things like penal fractures vaginal bruising that kind of thing could occur so minimizing any potential risk by using lube again lube 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 is what's going to help prevent any of that you know not saying it will prevent it completely but it will go some way towards minimizing the risk let's just say as i said earlier i always advocate for lube anyway but more so when shit is getting a bit rougher than usual lube helps to keep things all wet and moisturized so yeah it's definitely necessary i think it's also important to mention aftercare aftercare is so important like it's probably the most important part of rough sex along with the consent and the communication because rough sex can be so wild and almost animalistic afterwards it can leave a person feeling quite vulnerable so I would say, especially if you're someone that's engaged in like BDSM, you know, and you've really got into it and it's got really kind of a little bit vicious with consent, you know, afterwards you might sort of feel a bit, hmm, you know, you might just, yeah, vulnerable is probably the best word to describe it. So it's crucial that you spend time maybe cuddling, again, if this is your partner, your long-term partner, even if it's not, even if it's someone that you're just engaging in sex with, spending time maybe cuddling, even just talking to each other. You might not want to be cuddling and hugging and stuff, but just talking to each other and maybe having a drink, you know, like a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, whatever you drink could just be water, you know, even if there's bruises that have occurred, maybe moisturising those bruises, you know, 
applying some kind of lotion just anything that kind of shows that you care about the person that you may have hurt maybe I think that's that would be good I think for anybody that engages in rough sex and once the smoke has settled who knows it could go again yeah it's a lot isn't it I think there's more that could be discussed I think BDSM is such a massive subject in its own right so maybe that's something I might revisit in the future but I'm gonna leave it there for now <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there for now and I'm actually thinking wow does she engage in rough sex like what is she on now <laughs> don't worry don't worry okay don't worry I'm just here <laughs> to share the info with y'all seriously rough sex why don't I want to say rough sex make it hurt in the ground well in the dirt on the top of my what's song is that oh yeah that's that ludicrous song you see another hip-hop song what's it called then around that's the way that i like it through i wanna lick 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 you from your head to your toes and i wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor when i wanna you make it so good and i wanna leave and i gotta what what's your fantasy yeah that's it what's your fantasy but anyway yeah on that note you know what i'm gonna wrap it up so yeah if this is your first time listening to this podcast thank you Thank you for getting this far. Uh, do check out my previous episodes. You can find those on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Acast. Also, you can find my last three episodes on SoundCloud as well. Find me on the socials if you want to hook up, if you want to chat, shoot the breeze, you know. It's all good. At Cheryl's World, S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-S World. Can't even think what my handle is. That's on Instagram and of course Twitter. Check out my lifestyle platform, tintedblue.com. That's T-I-N-T-E-D-B-L-U.com. Or you can check out my website with all the links to most of the stuff that I do, cherylsworld.com. Thank you for listening. And if you're engaging in rough sex, be safe, take care and make sure it's consensual. Until next week, take good care.